listening to Mud Hut coming to you from London, West London to be precise. Please do follow me or subscribe to this podcast. Do find Mud Hut, aka Asher DC, at Instagram at Asher DC or at Twitter Asher DC1. Follow and subscribe. Thanks. On Mud Hut today, episode number four, we have got chat about astrology, the transits of the day, Glastonbury, the Noel versus Liam documentary on Channel 5 last night. We have chat about astrology and the movements happening around our planet and much more. Good morning, listeners. Thanks for tuning in today, this lovely Friday in London, 28th. What day is it today? I think it's the 28th today of June. We've got Glastonbury weekend coming up now in the lovely Pilton Farm. still have sun in Cancer, moon in Taurus, Mercury in zero degrees Leo, so it's direct still, but it's, I think, Mercury in Leo, it's drama time, get ready for some antics this weekend I reckon. We've got Liam Gallagher on the main stage, no, in the pyramid stage. Yeah, that's the main stage at Glastonbury and he's just tweeted. He's got one more sleep till he's at Glastonbury. So it's all very exciting. I think it's going to be an exciting sunny weekend with some warmth and heat, like a proper summer. We've got Mars, 27 degrees and Cancer. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six planets in retrograde well we've got Jupiter Saturn Neptune and Pluto all in retrograde and we've got some angles with the true node and the true Lilith in retrograde true node retrograde cancer true Lilith retrograde Pisces and the we've got 23 percent waning moon so we've got our partial eclipses coming up we've got an eclipse coming up soon but we won't be able to see it in the UK you can see it in America and the USA Um, and then a full moon so yeah that's your brief transit for this morning doing a test run because I 
just recorded a transit but it's taken about 10 minutes to try and process so I'm wondering whether we're processing okay today spitting three times salute Mr Magpie on your own I I'm not superstitious but I don't know whenever I see a little magpie on its own I do spit three times and salute it and say hello Mr Magpie how's your lovely wife Um, knowing full well that Mr Magpie lives with Mrs Magpie in the tree that I call Sideshow Bob opposite me with their little baby magpies. Anyway, I just don't understand why the bus needs to keep its engine on. I know he's waiting for other buses to move. But it's just a little bit distracting when you live in a leafy garden suburb. I think that was what that one magpie was, was just like, oh, that bus is going to irritate me right now. Uh, so, yeah, the zero degrees in Leo in um, Mercury, 0.21 degrees Mercury in Leo. Get ready for some action. Time for some action. As a 90s hip-hop band, Cypress Hill said. Um, Yeah, everyone seems to be quite busy, busy, busy. Buns on heads, walking. Oh, this guy looks a bit kind of like he's caned it the night before. It's Friday night, came too soon, didn't it, sweethearts? Gosh, so it's 8.19am on a Friday. This is Glastonbury weekend. I haven't been to Glastonbury since 2008, since I volunteered there with Waterade. But I didn't dress up as a poo. Oh, there's two magpies. Two for joy. Two for joy. Mm-mm-mm. Two for joy. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah, back to Glastonbury. Haven't been there since 2008. And um, what else? I definitely uh, went along to the other stage and saw massive attack. That year, Jay Z played. That was pretty impressive. And I think, did Beyonce come on? I can't remember. Um, And yeah, so I was sort of in the workers' field behind the backstage area which is um, quite nice. I had a stove burner and I made um, breakfast in the morning for myself, which was quite nice to be able to do at Glastonbury. Save loads of money, you know, because everything's like super expensive. It's supposed to be a festival, okay? It's supposed to be about love and enjoyment, right? Um, Yeah, so it's needless to say, (laughs) I haven't been to Glastonbury for 11 years. I don't think I'm probably, I don't know. I do love Glastonbury as the place, obviously, because it's like spiritual, like, and uh, I've always felt an affinity towards that place. Um, so, yeah, let's see how the uploads are going. Today's transits are still sun in Cancer, moon in Aries, 
Mercury in zero degrees Leo, which is gonna really change the pace. So I reckon this weekend's gonna be exciting and busy and lots of things going on, like Glastonbury, for instance. Glastonbury. And then we've got Venus in 22 degrees Gemini. Lots of love hearts beaming out there. A little wandering eye going on, maybe. Got Mars in 27 degrees Cancer. Jupiter in 17 degrees retrograde Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a sign for me, in my experience, being an aqua baby. I'm actually on the cusp of the third decan Aquarius, so I'm not typically Aquarius, but my observation of Sagittarians is they're one of my favourite signs. I do 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 da 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 love their energy um but there's one thing that i find really spins me round like a record baby is that they can be quite confusing sometimes they 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 emanate mixed messages and it's totally and in one hand they could be saying something completely direct and non-confusing and the next minute you'll be like flummoxed by a statement and then they stick to that statement because it's flummoxed you <laughs> it's very it's like they're an enigma Sagittarian people for me Sagittarian energy but it's like I say one of my one of my favorite signs of super compatible with Aquarians in in the way that there's banter and communication and love very loving towards one another I feel this sign these energies so that's um, Jupiter in retrograde Sagittarius and then Saturn in retrograde Capricorn there's lots of um, Capricorn vibes going on lots of conjunctions going on squares out there happening right now and Chiron is in five degrees Aries so we have, I was, I've just figured out the date for the full moon. It's on the 16th of July coming up. So I'll do a segment sometime about that. It's, it's the buck moon, evidently. And um, I do like to know my moon phases, you know, at the moment. We are, see the thing is when I do my um, transits, it's in another timeline. I'm on Greenwich Mean Time in the United Kingdom. So it may vary where you are, what your, where your degrees are and where your positionings are. But it shouldn't, shouldn't be that far away. The moon might be slightly different to where you are because time zones and things. And um, I do love to know my moon phases, you know. Helps me through the day. So, yeah, we've got a new moon on the 2nd of July. That's a new moon on Monday. Um, I have no idea if the 2nd of July is on a Monday. (laughs) Um, Oh, we've got a couple of... I think apparently this moon is... And the aspect's going on and it's eclipse season is evidently going to be quite exciting times. Like I say, I'm always saying that it's exciting times, people. Anyway, I'm re-recording it because my um, transit's 
are still processing. One doesn't have the time to wait for transit to process on this app. Did anyone watch Noel versus Liam last night? Or was it Liam versus Noel? On Channel 5, I got a text message from my friend saying, get on Channel 5. And uh, I watched it. And I mean, I have to say, I'm team Liam all the way. I, uh, Even though, astrologically, ironically, Noel has more and it signs astrologically signs in gen- in common with um John Lennon because they both have moon in Aquarius which is quite a strong moon to have if you're a musician and the message that you portray and the sensitivity that you portray can be <laughs> and the weirdness you portray <laughs> with moon in Aquarius even his daughter with um Meg Matthews, Anae, 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 Anise, um, she's Aquarius, Moon and Libra, I think. I just find, obviously I do charts for everybody because I see them in terms of birth charts as opposed to anything else. It's just my guide, like I say, like the tube line. So uh, yeah, so Liam would probably be disgruntled to see that he's Virgo, Moon and Pisces and really there's not... I suppose George Harrison is a Pisces, so he's more George than he is. He's more George than he is John, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, just watching the documentary, you had all the talking heads, and I thought, blimey, they've all like they all look well rancid with, you know, time and caning it. And yeah, uh, this that's bloated, saggy look on the you know, you just think, gosh, that was when was Nebworth? I think it was like 1997, 98. Was it 96? I went along there with my friends from the magazine that uh, the fanzine that was working on at the time called Naked Talent, Haley and Tania. And we could have gone to both night days at Nebworth. We managed to bag some tickets. And I didn't know the statistics were so high on, you know, how many tickets potentially could have been sold for that gig and they only did two nights. But it was a weird one at Nebworth. The acoustics there was a bit weird. And um, I did enjoy The Prodigy. We left early, actually, because um, I think the transport was would have been potentially a nightmare to just get out of but i'd seen oasis a few times so but yeah we back back in the early 90s like in 90 96 you know you could see oasis in smaller venues like the electric ballroom and things like that you know gosh camden god there's so many segments to talk about really little articles little articles but going back to um astrology and Liam and Noel I mean typically Noel is a Gemini and so is Macca Paul McCartney 
Paul's Paul's son in Gemini moon in Leo. Um, I don't know whether they know his precise birth time, but it says that his ascending sign is Virgo, which might explain a load of things as to how he can be quite... That's the way, you know, the way he is. That could explain a few things. He's got Venus and Taurus there. He's got Mercury in retrograde. He, he was born in a Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde in, in Gemini. So he's Sun, Gemini, Moon, Leo, Mercury, Gemini, Venus, Taurus, retrograde. Uh, sorry, Mercury, Gemini, retrograde, Venus, Taurus, Mars and Leo. Jupiter in Cancer, Saturn in Gemini, Uranus in Gemini. So he's got a lot of Gemini. One, two, three, four planets in Gemini, Paul McCartney. I find that Gemini is a really lucky sign, but they they often do see the cup half full, which is annoying for an Aquarian who is trying to be positive a lot of the time. I'm on the cusp of Pisces as well, so we don't really like too much moaning. I'm, on, I'm like 28 degrees. I'm 28 degrees Aquarius, okay? <laughs> so he's, I wonder he's got Gemini Pisces energy. How does that go? But yeah, Moon and Leo. I do, I do obviously, as an Aquarian, I love, it's my sister sign, Leo. You know, I get on with Leo. I love Leo energy. All my friends growing up to adulthood have been Leo. Um, and Libra, so I've been quite lucky with that. And Saggy, one of my best friends when I was 10 was um, Saggy, Moon and Pisces, so. Beautiful energy, people, beautiful energy. But yeah, sorry, I'm, I am waffling. I did mean to go on about the Liam versus Noel. Um, they're very angry at each other, but I think that stems from their childhood. They've got a lot of, um, I wonder if they go to any kind of therapy or like you know I mean the loss of the absence of the father and the bitterness towards that absence and that the um I suppose they do say that they experienced aggression with um with that with their family unit and um but it's weird isn't it my I mean every family is dysfunctional every family has got like some bizarreness that goes on and when you're young you know your mum and dad sort it out but when you're adults can't I don't know if that's if that's possible you just have to as a a mum have to sit back and go look I love you guys sort it out you know but I don't I don't I think that um it's just there's pain and vitriol when um but, but but also love. So that's what I got that came across from that from that documentary on Channel Five. Um, they probably share it again on t- teller. yesterday well actually I was just uh, texting on my doorstep yesterday and my neighbor walked past well my old neighbor he doesn't live here anymore but his family are from around here and he grew up with his middle brother 
and that be Tom Spencer, who is the um, who's in the professionals with um, Paul Cook from the Sex Pistols, and um, it was like come into a beer garden. It's a nice day for you know a beer garden. So um, we went, and um, Susan was there, another local. It's so rare to see local people in when you're a Londoner and people that you've grown up with and seen around for decades. You know, it's, I so got used to seeing just blank faces that I have no idea who they are. Sometimes you just don't know even who your neighbour is in London. But um, there are still pockets of communities that still exist. Anyway, I'm waffling about that. Um, Tom was telling me about his um, stained glass artwork and he's based in West London too like me desperately trying to cling on to West London being artistic and cultural and um, he was saying that he has got some pieces at Liberties which is big news people I mean his stained glass windows are perfection and it's about time that you know he got some real quality platforms to expose that stuff on so yeah liberties has taken on um some of his uh works which he does and he's he's done it a different way he's almost doing collage stained glass which is a totally fantastic concept (laughs) sorry that's really annoying i'll stop doing that now (laughs) so that was good and he was on his way to see the stray cats last night at Hammersmith Odeon it's not called Hammersmith Odeon anymore when I was a teenager I worked at Hammersmith Odeon as an usherette and when they changed it to Hammersmith Apollo it just didn't fit it doesn't it doesn't fit it doesn't sound right but so when someone says Hammersmith Odeon I really like it it's sort of like confusing because the last 20 years it's been renamed but it's nice that we still remember it as Hammersmith Odeon when Siggy and the Spiders from Mars played there. And Motorhead. Saw Motorhead twice there, Metallica a few times there. It was more of a heavy metal venue back in the day, in the 80s and the early 90s. And um, bands like Thunder, or if you were me, you would call them Chunder, would play there like four, five, ten nights in a row. And, uh, you know, so sort of 80s pop bands like Level 42 would play 18 to 21 consecutive nights there back in the day. (laughs) But it was a, it's not a bad, it wasn't a bad job being an usher at Hammersmith Odeon. You had to wear the sweaty garb and hold the ice cream thing, box to sell fags and ice, cigarettes and ice cream. But yeah, so yeah, sorry, yeah tangent tangent i saw um uh, a post on instagram and the stray cats were joined with jeff beck and johnny depp last night at the hammersmith apollo and uh, so that must have been a good night but yeah going back to tom's stained glass windows you can get tom's website it's www.tattooglass.com and just check it out he as super talented. Thanks for 
listening to Mud Hut. Find me on Instagram at A-S-H-A-D-C or Twitter at A-S-H-A-D-C1. Asha DC, Asha DC1. Please subscribe and follow on either Twitter or Instagram or both. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.